is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Happy Thursday. Pretty much the weekend eve. And all of a sudden, some way, somehow... The computer is telling me that it is December. It will spare you the conversations about how this year has flown by and all of that and dive into the rest of the intro and circle back around on that later. It's the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us today on the Ticket Radio Network. So many different places you can find us on your radio dial, but also, of course, online at 953theticket.com. We are... Uh, available on the go. Of course, you download the TuneIn app and you search for KNEA and you will be all set there. If you want to shout at us, 9303776 remains the number on the Ride Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And of course, uh, we're easy to find on social media as well. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Got a poll question for you today. You can find it by searching for the hashtag. WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joining Studio for Hour One, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors by Keith Mayer. And good afternoon. Are you channeling your, your Johnny Cash today? Yeah. Okay. Just woke up, and, woke up and thought I, I walked the line. Gonna put on gonna put on the black. Are you in all black too, Alex? Welcome in producer Alex Galbraith. Yeah, you know, I've got, you know, a little bit. Okay. Mostly black, dark navy. Is there a reason I was left out of the group text this morning that we were all dressing in dark colors? I didn't send a group text. I, it, it was totally solo. You don't have to lie to me. Totally solo. Okay. Did did not. What is it? Is it Wednesdays we wear pink? Is that from the movie? Is that is that right? It's Thursday <laughs> it's, though, so I get I just do, a day off. <laughs> I do have on pink. This is literally the one pink thing I have in my <laughs> my outfit. So if if we had to wear pink on Wednesdays every week, you guys would see this sweater <laughs> a lot. Anyways, that's your workday red zone fashion report. <laughs> Let's get into what else we got going on today and uh, coming up here on on the ticket. A whole lot of talking today, by the way. Uh, not necessarily any audio, any guests, but uh, it's a big big news day. Uh, so it's probably for the best that we've got a lot of time to get through it. First things first, Arkansas State football has picked up nine all Sunbelt Conference selections, eight different players that were recognized as Johnny Lang Jr. actually gets uh, dual honors. But uh, when you look at uh, at who was recognized today by the Sunbelt Conference, the first team selections for Arkansas State, tight end Sadie Triore and uh, kicker Dominic Zavada on the second team. Johnny Lang is selected as both a return specialist and an all-purpose player. Third team honors go to defensive end Kevon Bennett. And then uh, defensive lineman T.W. Ayers, quarterback James Blackman, wide receiver Chan Flemings, and offensive lineman Jordan Rhodes all get honorable mention honors. We'll look through some of the big awards in the league and uh, some other notes on that coming up later on in the program. Elsewhere tonight, Arkansas State men's basketball. Wraps up their four-game homestand at First National Bank Arena. Red Wolf's going to be hosting Mississippi Valley State. A-State has actually won four straight in the series, so going for five in a row. And that includes an 82-77 road winner last season. Tonight's tip-off at 7 o'clock. Your pregame coverage with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, at 6.30 on 107.9 k Elsewhere, uh, Arkansas kicker Cam Little 
earned some accolades earlier this week. He landed on the 2022 SEC Football Community Service Team. Uh, he partners with a great organization there in Northwest Arkansas and uh, donates money every year, last year and this year, for every single field goal that he makes. In last night's action, Memphis Grizzlies lost at Minnesota by the final score of 109-101. Grizzlies back at it Friday. They're going to be at home. They're going to be facing Philadelphia at FedEx Forum. Big national news today. And that's actually what we're going to be talking about in terms of our KavanaughCars.com question. The college football playoff is officially going to be expanding to 12 teams beginning in 2024 we'll go through the release and the quotes and the news and the notes here and the yada yada yeah yeah there's there's a lot of yada yada when there's (laughs) when there's a big change in any of the major sports there's always a lot of yada yada but uh kavanaughcars.com question today i want to know just are you on board with a 12 team college football playoff we set it up as a handy dandy poll on twitter so obviously on the phones you can you can use your own words and answer however you'd like but on twitter your options are that yes you're on board with an expanded playoff but you wanted more teams you can say yes 12 is perfect you can also answer that no you wanted to stay at four or no you wanted to go back to the bcs two. so (laughs) that's what you got i would imagine that last one is not going to get a lot of positive feedback i it should for as much whining and moaning as there is among some major media members about how now it's just about access instead of excellence. If you want excellence, you go back to two. But when it actually push comes to shove and you have to say, oh, no, we need to go back to two, nobody's on board. No, because what happens if you have three unbeaten teams in a season? Which may very well yeah, happen in this could. year. Yeah. But, uh, but we'll, I'll, I think I'll save that rant for the second hour of the program there are a lot of things that national college football writers complain about that i don't really care for i don't care about their opinions i don't care much for them but again com question are you on board with the 12 team playoff 9303776 is the number on the right fiber hotline we'll get to the phone here in just a minute and then we'll go back and we'll go through uh, the press release that uh, the college football playoff committee put out at 10 a.m this morning so this is new news this is news that came out today although there were kind of whispers and reports that this could be coming with uh, some some wheeling and dealing that occurred with the rose bowl last night but we'll get to all of that in just a moment because what better way to start a day on the right fiber hotline than by checking in with Red Wolf Mark. What are you Hello, doing? Hello, Miss Kara. Hey, Mr. I'm doing Red Wolf okay. Mark. Good. Good to hear from you. What's going on today? Oh, not much. Just seeing how everybody's down around Northeast Arkansas. I will speak for everyone and say we're all doing good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say go to all the high school teams, basketball uh-huh. teams, go uh-huh. to my Red Wolves. Mm-hmm. And uh, go, go uh, Miss Kara. Thank you. I appreciate that. We go to all my Red Bull fans okay. right there. Miss um, Kara, I need two tickets for the night's game. Anybody got any after? Do I, do I look like a ticket oak? Well, I, I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, okay. Just, just in case. Okay. Just in case if somebody listening is a ticket oak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just need two of them. And uh, they can call me at 870-340-8697. Okay. 
I still and, have uh, nightmares about I'll, that I'll, commercial. I'll, I'll, <laughs> uh, me and uh, me and Mister Me and uh, Keith Merrick mm-hmm. always always got a thing here. We say bottoms, and I want to hear Keith Merrick say bottoms. Hit a jump shot. Bottom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, any any of my rebel fans out there got two tickets for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that number pretty please. Okay. And I will sing them a song that makes. Well, you cut out a little bit, but I think everybody heard that. Say already. All right. All righty then. I. One of the reasons that I try and behave in my in my adult life is because I've hit a point. Where if, God forbid, I ended up in jail and I got a phone call, there there are legitimately three phone numbers I still have memorized. <laughs> I know the right fiber hotline and I can say it backwards and forwards. I know the number to the Chinese delivery place that I've called since I was a freshman in college. And the third number I know by heart, God help me, is Red Wolf Marks. And that's all I got. That's it. So, And Red Wolf Mark probably stands the greatest chance of bailing you out of jail of any of those three. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first break of the show here and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through all the contacts in my phone and start writing down numbers and reading those backwards and forwards. So just, just, just in case. Just in case. Let's step away. We'll be back in a moment for more of this hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. The holidays are here, and American Made General Store is the place to shop for one-of-a-kind gift items. Come in today and get your new shipment of Greenwich Bay soaps, Wine River wind chimes, Rod and Knife sets, and Stay Put pillows. The name says it all. Everything you see in our store is manufactured in America. We have over 5,000 American Made products from almost every state. So come find that unique and perfect gift for everyone this Christmas at American made general store shop one of our locations in pocahontas brooklyn rogersville and conway First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Eliminate, manage, and prevent pain in the comfort of your own home or workplace with Haynes Chiropractic. No traffic, no check-in, no wait. Haynes Chiropractic makes house calls. Don't let back pain keep you down. I'll come to you. Visit Haynes-Chiropractic.com to complete a pre-screening questionnaire. Same-day appointments may be available. Call 870-686-2252. That's 870-686-2252. Call me, Dr. Timothy Haynes, and schedule a house call today. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. 
Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out cell phone station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at cell phone station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Some days, kids can be all... Or... Other times, they can get a little... Of course, going from... Can happen in a. That's childhood. And if anyone understands where kids are coming from, it's Kiwanis. Kids need guidance and the support of their community, and that's why kids need Kiwanis. Our 600,000 members worldwide support the development, education, and imagination of kids wherever they are, every day. Because nothing sounds better than a child with a future. Are the kids in your community getting what they need? Get inspired and get involved. See how kids around the world are heard at Kiwanis.org. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out. Because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear, because I'm grilling up dinner. (laughs) Do you get it? Yes, Good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. You guys missed a fascinating movie conversation <laughs> during the break that we <laughs> may, but probably will not revisit on air sometime in this hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. I think maybe we'll just stick to the uh, yeah, the, probably a good idea to let that conversation. Yeah, 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 we'll just stick to the topic list that we typed up earlier and. Throw back out this KavanaughCars.com question. We're asking you today, if you're on board with a 12-team college football playoff, um, did you want to see it expanded? If so, did you want more teams? Did you want to see it stay at four? Did you want to see it go back to two? Just where are you guys at in terms of this? Is That was the big news that came out earlier today. And to go through some of the basics here, you know, the CFP uh, did put out their own press release stating that, quote, members of the college football playoff board of managers have agreed to begin the newly expanded 12-team playoff during the 2024-25 season. Of course, Bill Hancock said a lot of word salad in terms of a quote, and then they got to the actual important stuff. So, first round of the playoff in 2024 is going to take place the week ending Saturday, December the 21st. Now, these will not the the first round is not going to be like what we think of as as a bowl game. These are going to be ho- the home field of the higher seeded team or 
at another site designated by the higher seed institution. So basically, these are going to be these are going to be at the home stadium, more or less. Barring, there, there, may, there may be one or two that decide not to, but yeah. Barring like a cataclysmic event, these are going to be at the home stadium of the higher seed. Uh, the specific game dates are going to be announced later on. So you guys know what a 12-team bracket looks like. Basically, you got your, your first... Your top four get buys. Yeah. And then it's 5-12, 6-11, 7-10, 8-9. So then what they're going to do in 24 and 25 is they're going to play uh, the quarterfinal and semifinal games on in, in bowls at a rotating basis. So your big bowls, Fiesta, Peach, Rose, Sugar, Cotton, Orange... They'll rotate those in terms of which ones are quarters, which ones are semis, and they'll they'll figure that all out at some point in time. One thing they did not put in the press release is how exactly these 12 teams will be decided as to whether or not it is going to be the highest-ranked conference champions, then the at-large bids. There's been about three different templates that have been tossed around for how they would assemble the 12-team field, and they did not clarify that today yeah the the rumor is what, what they're going to do is they're going to take the, the four teams that get the buy are the highest ranked conference champions mm-hmm. even if they're a group of five kind of like cincinnati was and then you take about six or seven at larges and then you're going to factor in the highest ranked group of five team too and that's typically more than likely going to be the 12th seed so you could feasibly have you know three teams maybe even four from a given conference in this 12 team playoff if they yeah. stick to that and i'm actually I think that's probably the best way to do it. Take your conference champions, so you're going to take all six of them. Half the field will be conference champions, and then you have six at-larges. I think that's a pretty fair way of doing it. I think, I don't think it's fair, but I think it's the best thing the group of five was going to get. Yeah. That is true, yes. Because these people are foolish. They do not realize the possibility they have. Why do people watch and bet on the NCAA basketball tournament so much? Because it's nuts. Why is it nuts? Because, because of got upsets. Yeah. You can't have upsets if you just jam your playoff with mid-tier P5s. Mm-hmm. You just can't. But if you throw in group of five conference champions... Everybody remembers Valpo beating Ole Miss, right? Yeah. To this day, they remember Valpo beating Ole Miss. Imagine how much more excitement you'd get if, for argument's sake, we'll say Coastal Carolina knocks off, oh, I don't know, Tennessee. I'm I'm just pulling names out of the air. Yeah, sure. We'll say Coastal Carolina is the 12 seed and Tennessee is the 5 seed. And Coastal wins because nobody can tackle that stuff. (laughs) People will be talking about that forever. Will it cost Tennessee anything? No. They're going to have 90,000 fans a game in Knoxville until the heat death of the universe. So the more non-name teams you can get into this playoff, Mm -hmm. the better your playoff is going to be. I 
what what I'm excited about is is the first round. The thing is, in, in in college football, if you are making the argument that you don't want to see this this expand because you would rather see the league reward or you would rather see a a championship format reward excellence instead of access, I, I get that argument. But I will say that the ship has sailed on that because it's been a long. We have yet to see really maybe once, maybe twice. In the eight years where we've seen the college football playoff, where you've had four teams that legitimately had a shot at the college football championship. Typically, we see two. Typically, there are two good teams in a year. This year is a little bit of anomaly because it looks like we've There's got three. three or maybe four. But more often than not, it's it's not a good field. And I want to bring up a comment here. Jairus comments on, on Twitter. And he says, quote, Yes, 12 is good and it gives some of the smaller schools a chance, but... I'm not trying to watch an absolute blowout during the playoffs. My counter argument is that's what we've seen now for eight years. We've seen been there, done that. We've seen 16 different college football playoff games, and at this point in time, I think there have been there have been. Let me count real quick: one, two, three. We have seen three out of these 16. Semi 16 playoff games so far that have been decided by one touchdown or less. Three. So we're look, if your argument is, I, I just want to see competitive football games, well, then you need to be voting on our poll that you want to see the, the playoffs contract and go back to two teams. Because more often than not, there's not three, and definitely not four, that are championship caliber teams in any given year. So either vote that way or <laughs> go back and look at some scores and, and realize that, that that ship has sailed in terms of only rewarding the best teams in college football because we haven't seen that since we got to four teams period no we have not yeah i mean i fully agree this is it it creates a perfect opportunity for parity and i've actually pulled it up what the playoff would look like right now if it it happened today a 12 team format the the matchups that we'd have in the first round be tulane at ohio state winner plays usc utah at alabama winner plays tcu Kansas State at Tennessee, winner plays Michigan. Clemson at Penn State, winner plays Georgia. Some of those first-round matchups would those be are fun. phenomenal. Yeah. And my, my take is, the same as yours, we have seen just so many blowouts in the four-team playoff. A couple of those probably would result in blowouts. I think Ohio State would mop the floor with Tulane, personally. But what I like to tell people, too, is the, the four teams that get the bye, I can guarantee you that most years for the 12-team format, they are not going to be your final four teams in those semifinals. We're going to see some upsets, just like March Madness. How many times have we seen all number one seeds make the final four? Like once, maybe? I just, I, I think we're going to see a lot more competitive matchups down the road if, if with this expansion. I, I agree and I don't agree because I, I do feel like it is, it's an apples to oranges comparison when we talk about the top teams around college football and the top teams around college basketball and the potential for upsets the potential is always there but we've gotten to a point in college football now where the top of the top of top tier of college football teams it's so top heavy for years now we've gone into a situation where there's really only about at the beginning of any year seven teams that can win a national championship and the gap isn't as big anymore in college football between the haves and the have-nots 
What we've got now is just a significant, significant gap between the haves and the have-mores. And that's going to continue as long as there is NIL and collectives and, and things like that. So uh, we'll continue that conversation in just a moment. D-Money's with us on the phone. How are you? Doing well. How are you today, Kara? Doing good. Thank you for the phone call. Been wanting to get in since Monday, but I've been having to do that troublesome work thing. It's been uh, terrible. Pain in the butt, man. I'm telling you, man. I just, wow. I, I have an idea for A-State football. I think what they need to do is they need to petition the NCAA if they can make the quarters 12 minutes like they do in high school. Uh, that would have led to a lot more wins this year. If you're going to petition, I mean, just petition to scrap the fourth quarter entirely. That <laughs> would have been fine, be too. That I mean, we'd be, we'd be spending all week still celebrating a 1914 winner over Troy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and more, than like, more than likely going bowling. So, I mean, if we can get it down to 12-minute quarters like in high school, heck, I mean, that, that would fix them. You know, fix them up real good. Yeah. I, I'd still, personally, I'd still just scrap the fourth quarter. Stay with the 15 minutes, scrap the fourth quarter. It just, it doesn't sound as good because you need four quarters for a buck. So, I mean, just make it four, four 12-minute quarters. You got three periods in hockey. It's not unprecedented. Valid point. Very valid. So now we have to move from quarters to periods. Yes. Okay. I like it. You're going in the right direction. Okay. Creative solutions. Absolutely. (laughs) Always thinking, always nimble on the feet. I got it. Uh, As far as the 12-team playoff, I like the idea Mm -hmm. to a degree. I just think like what you're talking about is you're going to get some games that are just going to be absolute, I mean, just just skull dragons. And it's, I mean, like you said, we've seen that in the past. I mean, last year, Alabama absolutely destroyed Cincinnati. But Georgia and also I, destroyed Michigan. Yep. You look I mean, the year before that, Notre Dame, every single time they've been to the playoffs, they have looked terrible. We've, we've yeah. just seen at this point in time so many games that are just not competitive or enjoyable to watch in, in any way, well, shape, I mean, or form. I know being an Alabama fan, yeah, they've lost in the semifinals once. Um, but, I mean, every other time that they've gone into a semifinal game, they've walked a dog on people. So I just think that it, it's going to lead to more teams, more inclusivity, which is a lot of people like, more eyes on the screen so it's more money. But in the end, like you said, I think it's going to be the elite three or four teams vying for it all. And I think there might be some upsets. But to speak to your point about March Madness, Basketball is a much different game than football. Much more physical. I mean, like you talked about Tulane possibly playing Ohio State. Ohio State would walk the dog on Tulane. And Tulane's a good ball club, but they don't have the depth, size, and speed that Ohio State brings to the table. And in a four-quarter football game, yeah, it's going to make a hell of a difference. I, I agree with you. And and the thing is with, with March Madness, one of the things that's been so fun to watch over the years is is sometimes you see that one transcendent player that is able to power their mid-major team through a bracket. Of course, one of the first ones that comes to mind is, is Steph Curry, which he's you know he's going to yep. be a, a, an NBA yeah. Hall of Famer at the end of the day, and he's he's a player who completely transformed the sport. So I get that certainly he's not uh, there are not there is not a Steph Curry that comes through March Madness every single year. But there's a John Moran. Yeah, but there is. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth, Keith. There, there is the point that if you have that one guy on a basketball team. You you can do some big things in, in the tournament. You can have a guy take over and, and make a tournament run, but you don't necessarily see that in football. It takes more than that one dude. 
every every NCAA basketball tournament, there's one lower seed that wind up winds up making the elite eight. Yeah, yeah. There's at least one lower seed that winds up being one of the last eight teams in the country playing basketball. Now, would well, we see that in too, football? If, if you get you know you catch a you know catch a team one night that just is great shooting threes. And then all of a sudden they get to a game and they can't hit this broad side of a barn and they live and die by the three, then they lose. I just don't think if football is that that big of a swing that you would have as like you do in basketball. I just think basketball is just a totally different animal. Yeah. That being said, give me 12. <laughs> oh, no, and I agree. I, I think it's going to be good. But the other thing, too, is that we're getting a 24, and I don't know if y'all have mentioned this, but NCAA Sports is coming out with the video game. If they broke my heart the other day, I, I was, I mean, I had to find my safe spot, curl up in a ball, and uh, just absolutely go bananas that they delayed the opening of that to 2024. So I guess I will get two great things in one year. It'll be awesome. I, I'm, just, uh, I'm just distraught that it's being delayed in the, another year. We'll get there eventually. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, well, y'all have a great day. Thank you for taking my call. Go uh, go Red Wolves or Red Pops. Uh, at least basketball seems like they're doing a little bit better this year. Um, I'm, you, know, you know, when you talk about single guys, you can make a difference. Noah Shadow Mayor was that guy. But they've been able to get past him leaving. And I'm, I'm happy for him. I hope they do very well. Yeah, he left. That's my only comment on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, y'all have a nice day and roll tide. Thanks, D-Money. We'll see you. Uh, I want to come back in. Actually, we've been very light on the A-State talk today. We're actually going to talk some hoops with you coming up in the second hour of the program since A-State is back at it tonight at First National Bank Arena. But I want to check in on these all-conference teams again. There are eight Red Wolves that got recognition today. We'll look more at that, look at some of the major award winners, which I thought was really interesting. And, yes, there is Arkansas State Portal News as well today. So we will update you on that as we continue on along here. And this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Keep it with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Grain prices falling. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. December corn at 653 and a half down eight and a half with March corn at 660 and a half down six and a half. January soybeans at 1430 and a half down 39 with March soybeans at 1437 and a quarter down 38 and a quarter. December wheat at 762 down nine and a half. March wheat at 787 and a quarter down eight and a quarter. December cotton at 8598 down seven with March cotton at 8409 down 52. January rice at 1789 up eight cents. March rice at 1823 up nine. Moving on to livestock now. December live cattle one fifty two eighty two and a half down twenty five. February live cattle one fifty five seventeen and a half down fifty. January feeder cattle one eighty fifty five up seven and a half. March feeder cattle one eighty three seventy seven and a half up thirty two and a half. December lane hogs eighty three twelve and a half up twenty two and a half. With February hogs at eighty eight thirty up two ninety five. That's your EAB noon market report. I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. It's harvest time in Arkansas. And as we come to the end of another year, Tiller Land salutes Arkansas farm families and all those working in Arkansas's number one industry, agriculture. 
Tiller knows that farming is a story of honest people working hard to provide for their families and better their communities. There are thousands of farms spread across our state. That's a whole lot of folks who drive tractors, buy seed and fuel, and place bets with Mother Nature every day. But you don't have to gamble with Tiller Land. We study, learn, and evaluate land every day. If you want to sell your land, we promise to protect you through the process. We're seller's agents, proudly serving Arkansas farmers, farm families, ag, and recreational landowners. Congratulations on another year of work in your land. When it's time, we'll make your land work for you. Learn more at tillerland.com. At Mr. T's, they know football games start way before kickoff. And that's why Mr. T's is your tailgate party headquarters this football season. Get 30 packs of Bud, Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light for just $20.95. And Bush and Bush Light 30 packs are just $19.69. Plus, Mr. T's has the largest selection of beers and wines from around the world, all at the best prices. So make the game-winning drive across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the Curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud support of the A-State Red Wolves. Registration for the spring semester is underway at East Arkansas Community College. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. With a lower cost and more support, you'll receive a better overall experience. On campus, virtual and blended classes are available for the spring semester. Returning students can register online. Advising and testing for new students are available on campus and virtually. Call 870-633-4480, extension 252, or email advising at eacc.edu to schedule an appointment for testing or to meet with an advisor. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. Choose EACC, a place to grow, to thrive, and to succeed. Register soon. Classes begin Tuesday, January 17th. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Alex hanging out with you today. This noon hour is sponsored by David Martin Office Interiors. Wouldn't you like a new office chair? Maybe your old one's just not that comfortable. Maybe it's a little ugly. Maybe it looks like it was made in 1972. Wouldn't you you just like a new chair? They can get you a new chair. DMI-office.com I say this because I would kind of like a... My my office chair looks like it came from 1972. It really does. It's uh, got some... That's a long time ago. It has a very interesting upholstery over it oh it still has upholstery it does it does it's that's impressive 
The thing is, I don't even know if I could get a new, the way my office is laid out. I don't even, I can't figure out like how to get the chair out of there to get it. I would have to get to, a new chair. I'd in. have to like lift it over my head and move it around. And I just, I'd probably drop it on my head. And that's not good. It's that wouldn't work. Having had chairs dropped on my head, I can tell you <laughs> that won't work. Moving on, uh, the KavanaughCars.com question today. We're asking you guys how you feel about conference, excuse me, college football playoff expansion. You good with 12 teams? Would you, would you have liked to have seen more? Would you have liked to stay the same? Uh, you can weigh in on the poll or on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. Let's switch gears, though, and let's check in on what's going on for Arkansas State football. And, of course, today was uh, Sunbelt Honors Day and eight Red Wolves are honored by the Sunbelt Conference. So nine actual selections, but eight players honored. And if you look at the list here, on the first team for A-State, you've got tight end, Sadu Traore. You've got kicker, Dominic Zavada. On the second team, you've got Johnny Lang Jr., who makes the list as both a return specialist and an all-purpose player. And on the third team, you've got defensive end Kavon Bennett. A-State also had four honorable mention selections. Uh, defensive lineman T.W. Ayers, quarterback James Blackman, wide receiver Champ Flemings, and offensive lineman Jordan Rhodes. I I miss being able to have beef with the belt, but I don't really, I, I don't. No, there's no beef. On, yeah, on there's, no, there's no beef with these selections. I, I think, you know, you might, you might could make a case. You could. You could make a case that Ryan Hansen, uh, should be somewhere on this list. You can make a very strong case that Zavada should have got the Freshman of the Year award in the Sun Belt, although the, the, just the chance that they would give that to a special teamer is is light. He certainly yeah. has the credentials for it uh, because if you're one of the best at your position in the country, not just in the league, but in the country, you certainly deserve to to be in that conversation. But ultimately, again, I can't really, I can't get mad that A-State just had you know, eight players recognized, with four of those being the mandatory honorable mention selections. It just kind of is what it is at this point in time. Nobody could guard Traore. They can't no. cover him. No. He made more. He was the best receiver, even though he's a tight end. He was the best receiver, yeah. best threat Arkansas State had all year. You know, there's the saying that that tight ends are always open, but he's just a nightmare to cover. One of the things that I've looked at throughout the course of the year on on Pro Football Focus, they rank players at every position and and give them grades and all of that. I I haven't looked in a couple weeks, to be honest with you, but I I know at one point in time, when they guard, or excuse me, when when they grade tight ends, they look at how they fare in run blocking, how they fare in pass blocking, but of course they also look at how they fare receiving-wise as well. So they give them three grades that makes up their overall grade. For most of the season, Traore had the best receiving grade of any tight end in the country. He was, is special. Yeah. He is a threat from that position. I flash back to... Oh, a month or so ago, a month and a half ago. And it was one of the, the pregame conversations that I, I recorded with tight ends coach Matt Limegrover. And asked him, you know, we went through all the different players, but I, I asked him what 
Triore ceiling is. And he just he just laughed. One of those that <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> it was uh, you know, kind of the, the sky is the limit kind of an answer from coach Lime Grover. So, um he's he's really good. He is phenomenal. And it's good to see that he got recognized for that. Uh you look at again some of the other guys on the list. Did, I don't I don't know what else you could say about Zavada, you talk about going from a situation where there were probably, at least among the fan base, like no expectations for a freshman kicker. I mean, you come in, you're replacing one of the best to ever do it at Arkansas State. You're replacing the all-time leading point scorer at Arkansas State in Blake Groupie. There is every reason in the world to expect a letdown from the kicking game, from from you know field goals and extra points. And all he does is go out and make 17 to 18 and only miss one extra point because I think somebody got a hand on it. So can't do much better than that. And I think he had what the, uh, the second longest field made field goal in all of college football this season with his 56 yarder. Spectacular. We talked a little bit about Johnny Lang yesterday, who of course picks up dual second team honors. And again, I'm just, I'm, I'm just so glad to see him get that honor. Again, he just he picked up so much kind of hidden yardage for this team. You know, more often than not, we we don't have all of these conversations when we recap a game about, you know, which drive started at the 28 or 29 no, as opposed you don't. to the 25. But, but those are important yards, too. Yeah. And Johnny Lang did that a ton, a ton this season for Arkansas State football. Kevon Bennett is, uh, again, a third-team honoree. He's fun's going to be missed. Oh, yeah. I mean, just big time. Big time. Um, you know, the past two years, the high-level competitive effort he put forth at, at that defensive end position, not to mention, of course, all of the statistics that he was able to rack up. I mean, I think especially, I, I feel like that game against Troy, you know, he had he was good all season. I feel like that was one of his better games of the season. By the way, he did play hurt this season. Yeah. Missed a couple games in the middle of the year. Was never exactly 100% after that. But you wouldn't know unless you knew. Unless you knew. Unless somebody told you that he, he'd been hurt. The other guys that were all all honorable mention selections. Of course, T.W. Ayers just played his last game of, of football. Going to miss that guy. He played through the season with a stress fracture. Jordan Rhodes, honorable mention selection, he played through the season with a cracked shoulder. Champ Flemings, we know he played hurt because we saw that production change after about week three, week four of the season. And of course, James Blackman missed a game in there and we know he had some ankle issues this season. But all in all, just um, glad to see those guys get recognized. I thought some of the the major awards were, were interesting uh, in the Sun Belt. Uh, the coach of the year is John Summerall at Troy. Of course, he's in his first year, and all they do is go 10-2. Not bad. Nine-game winning streak. Currently uh, the longest in the country that's not one of the three undefeated, undefeated teams. teams. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. I think it's, it's fair to say. Uh, the freshman of the year is Jared Brown at, at Coastal Carolina. I, I had to look him up a little bit because obviously A-State not playing Coastal. I wasn't sure what he did. Um, wide receiver, 
Uh, I think tied for the team lead there in touchdowns, second in, in yardage again. I thought that Zavada had a case for that, but the chances that they give it to a kicker as, a opposed, kicker to, as opposed to a position player. Just probably, probably not going to happen. Defensive player of the year is one of my, my favorite non-A-State players in the league, and that's Carlton Marshall of Troy. He's just so good. <laughs> and it's such a great story. The dude was a walk-on. Yeah. Started his career as a walk-on and is going to walk away from college football as, as the all-time leading tackler. It's just amazing. It's amazing what he was able to do. Uh, additionally, newcomer of the year, Todd Santeo at James Madison. He's also the offensive player of the year. And then the player player of the year is, once again, for the 47th time, Grayson <laughs> McCall of Coastal Carolina. As to how this dude has already won this award three times and still has what feels like eight years of eligibility left. <laughs> not quite that much. <laughs> it's not. But he still has two. Yeah. He still has two because his first year was a COVID year, which is just wild. Uh, just wild that he is just apparently never going away. Uh, I say that jokingly. I mean, he's he's a great player. And actually, there's been, I saw some, uh, after these awards were announced, saw some really fun discussions about whether or not the player of the year should have been Grayson McCall or, or Todd Centeo. And it's it's fascinating if you look at them statistically. You know, one had more touchdowns and then the other had fewer interceptions. One had more yards. The other had a higher quarterback ranking. One was responsible for more points per game. One graded out better. You know, it's like it's you're just talking about flip a coin, yeah. take your pick. Both guys missed some time this year. Both of their teams were not great without them. I I'm on I I was in the Grayson McCall camp in terms of the player of the year. I, I think they got it right, but if they had gave it to Todd Centeo, I wouldn't be yeah, you can't really argue no, about it. No, it just would have been like, yeah, well, I would have gone. It just kind of, it, it, it would have been completely fine. Uh, but uh, that's been fun to kind of watch that that discussion unfold a little bit, uh, a little bit today. Um, I am intrigued with, you know, the potential of Grayson McCall winning <laughs> this award five times because I'm intrigued with what's about to go on at, at Coastal Carolina. Uh, you look at um, the latest coaching carousel rumors. And Jamie Chadwell looks like he is very, very high on the wish list for both South Florida and Liberty. Uh, supposedly, South Florida has offered him the job. And I do continue to find it interesting that, that Chadwell has not got any Power 5 offers, but apparently at this point in time he is not. And so what happens if he decides to go to one of those schools? Then what happens to, to Grayson McCall, a guy who... Anybody and everybody in the country is going to be after a guy who could undoubtedly make some good NIL money. You just wonder what's next for those programs. By the way, spoiler alert, tomorrow's KavanaughCars.com question will be asking you to make your Sunbelt Conference championship pick. So, Coastal or Troy? Yeah, that's okay. it. That's it. Those are your two. So we'll talk more about that uh, tomorrow. I did mention uh, before we go to break, yes, there is portal news for Arkansas State football, saw earlier that Darius Jackson has entered the portal. He uh, arrived on campus in 2020, did not play any games that year. Of course, that was a COVID year, so that didn't count toward his, toward his eligibility. In 2021, he appeared in two games, but uh, that was actually a redshirt year. And then, shame on me, I apologize for not checking and, and seeing if he had appeared in, in any games this year. But uh, he was... Uh, Guy out of Memphis, 6'2", 319 on the defensive line. And 
I don't know if this there's going to be some guys along the way that are kind of uh, perhaps gently nudged to maybe go elsewhere to wrap up their college football careers in terms of playing time. And uh, I do kind of wonder if maybe Darius Jackson is is one of those guys. Again, uh, not uh, not a contributor really this year for Arkansas State football. In fact, uh, did not see any game time unless he he got on the field at Troy and and I missed it. So, anyways, uh, we got to take a break. I got to quit talking. I really just realized what time it was. We'll be back here in just a moment to wrap up this hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors here on the Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Everybody knows the NFL is a passing league. The league has altered its rules to benefit the passing game, the quarterback and the receivers. And it's created big opportunities for receivers to make some runs at historical records. It was back in 2015 when the Lions Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson set the single-season receiving mark at 1,964 yards. And that was in just 16 games. For a while, it looked like that record would stand. But with everything the NFL has done to promote throwing and the addition of an extra or regular season game, that record is in jeopardy. Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, and Stephon Diggs currently over 1,100 receiving yards. And Hill and Jefferson have already surpassed 1,200. The receivers will still have six games left to make it run at Johnson's record. And with the receivers continuing to evolve, the NFL favoring the pass, and the league potentially adding an 18th game down the road, it appears to be only a matter of time until multiple receiving records are rewritten. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan, tell them what you drive, and you can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Kumo tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, the U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I I finished, I was like, 
I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Hi, I'm calling about the two-bedroom apartment you advertise. Is it still available? Sure. Great. Unless you're black or Latino or disabled. Housing discrimination is rarely this obvious, but it's just as real and just as illegal. So if you hear things like, I can't assign you a handicapped parking space. That could be housing discrimination. The only way to stop it is to report it so we can investigate it. Visit hud.gov slash fair housing or call HUD's housing discrimination hotline at 1-800-669-9777. A message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple minutes left in this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin, Office Interiors. Kara, Keith, and Alex with you for just a very, very short couple of minutes. But I know, Keith, you've got uh, an answer to our KavanaughCars.com question. Are you on board with a 12-team college football playoff? I'll take it. But what I would really like to see is a 16-team tournament with all 10 FBS conferences sending their champion to the playoff. Okay. Because it's not a national championship, in my mind, unless there's access to it for every team on the planet. It's got to be access for all football teams. Now, would the MAC champion buck up and win a national championship? Probably not, but the possibility is there. If they never get in the 12-team playoff, the possibility is never there, and it's not really a national championship. That's, I say the more the merrier, but I don't think I'm going to get that. I think the powers that be don't want 10 conference champions getting in the way. They want their, they want their friends that draw the most TV viewers but the problem is these people don't know what draws the most TV viewers. <laughs> kind of a situation with 12 where you, you, you can't let perfect be the enemy of good. Yeah. Got to just take it. Just take, take the 12 and that's fine. But it'll be interesting to see because it'll change after these yeah. first two years. They'll have tweaks. Alex, what number works for you? I am thrilled with 12. I think the 16 is not a bad idea. You know, the NCAA tournament for basketball lets all the conference champions yeah. in. I think it's a fair shot. But 12, to me, is, is perfect. I'm excited for it. Uh, it's going to be way, way better than 4, I'll tell you that. Alex, thanks for hanging out with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Keith, we'll see you next week. Looking forward to it. Thanks again. Uh, that's a wrap. For this first hour of the Workday Red Zone, we've still got so much to get into in hour two. We'll continue this discussion. We'll talk some men's hoops with you as A-State is back at it tonight. And who knows what we'll dive into uh, coming up in hour two. But keep it here with us for more of the Workday Red Zone right after this.
This is Will Oswald. We're Thursday. Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brands about plans and tire service. In college basketball, the A-State men wrap up a four-game homestand this evening as they take on Mississippi Valley State at First National Bank Arena. Red Wolves looking for their fifth straight win over the Delta Devils, which included a five-point road victory at Itabina last season. Tip-off at 7, pregame at 6.30. On 107.9 K-Fine and EEB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. In the NBA last night, John Morant's 24 points, not enough for the Grizzlies as they lost at Minnesota 109-101. to T-Wolves without... The services of Carl Anthony Towns, who will miss the next four to six weeks with a calf injury. Anthony Edwards had a game high 29 for Minnesota. The Grizzlies back home tomorrow night to take on Philadelphia. They'll be in Detroit Sunday evening against the Pistons and then back at FedEx Forum on Monday against the Miami Heat. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Crumble Cookies Caters. If you're planning a holiday celebration, there's one thing to keep in mind. Crumble Cookies Caters. Whether it's a holiday dinner or an office celebration. Crumble Cookies Caters. You choose the flavor and you choose the cookie size. Crumble Cookies Caters. Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro is taking the hard work out of the holidays. So stop stressing out over those holiday sweets because Crumble has the cookies everyone wants to eat. Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the Crumble Cookies app or go to crumblecookies.com. Crumble Crumble Cookies cookies Caters. It's time to get cozy at Unique Inc. The temps are dropping, so heat things up with their new line of corded sweatshirts and fuzzy Sherpas. Both available in use sizes, too. Plus, they have wearable blankets, plush throws, and lots of beanies to keep you warm through all your outdoor holiday fun. And, of course, anything can be monogrammed or customized for the perfect present. When you think cozy holiday cheer, think Unique Inc. 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and i got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search 
Honey Hush. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Workday Red Zone. We made it halfway through the day on a Thursday, December the 1st. Of course, we have made our customary producer swap. Is now Ryan James. Stepped right. up to the plate. That's right. Here and here and accounted for. Or maybe the mic. We don't really have a plate yeah. in the studio. No, just a mic. We could probably get one. We, we, could, we should station. invest in a plate, yeah. yeah. We've got a football field behind us on one side of the uh, studio. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with getting the plate. Or at least, no. you know, maybe one of those like little mini basketball goals Something. that you put over a door. We could definitely be a little extra in the sports we, studio. We need something. That'd be cool. Basketball goal on the door would be the coolest thing ever. You would never answer a phone call again. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally miss the lights. That's very true. You'd just be like steadily over there. Just throwing paper balls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll 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 revisit this conversation yeah. another day. That sounds fun. Uh, 9303776 is the number to call today on the Riot Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. What we've been asking you for our KavanaughCards.com question is whether or not you're on board with a 12-team college football playoff. Is uh, is this a number that, that you like? Uh, would you have liked to have seen more? Would you have liked for it to stay the same? Uh, you can vote on our poll at Kara underscore Richie, of course, uh, as mentioned, the phone line's are open. Just catching you guys up on on a little bit of news today. We've mentioned a couple of different times. Eight Red Wolves uh, awarded um, or named uh, all conference earlier today. A couple guys on on the first team in Dominic Zavada and Sadu Traore. Uh, and you can find uh, all of those full details at astateredwolves.com. We've got some hoops to talk about here in just a moment. As A-State men's basketball is going to be in action tonight taking on Mississippi Valley State. But since it's Thursday... And there used to be a time when, you know, Throwback Thursday was a pretty big popular thing. I thought that maybe we should take just a quick minute and flash back to 10 years ago today. Because 10 years ago today wasn't just a game for Arkansas State football. It was kind of the game for Arkansas State football. I don't really know what a perfect game would look like on a football field. Obviously, we know what a perfect game is in in baseball from a pitcher. We know, you know, if you shoot uh, if you make 100% of your shots, that would be a perfect game in, in basketball. But I don't know necessarily what it would look like on a football field. I do know that it would look awfully close to what Arkansas State did to Middle Tennessee back on December 1st of 2012 at then Liberty Bank Stadium. It was, man, it was a butt kicking. Of course, the final score was 45 to nothing, as I think most of us remember and and realize. But every time I go through and and look at numbers and stats from this game, I'm still just, there's still just so many that, that blow my mind. Middle Tennessee, it was a good team. 
This was a battle for the conference championship. They rolled into Jamesboro 8-4, and 6-1. and one. They had had a very successful season. They had a great quarterback. They had a very solid offense. They had a good rush game. And A-State just dominated in, in every single possible facet of the game. Some numbers that, that still stand out to me when you go through and, and you look at the box score. Of course, Ryan Applin had... <laughs> One of the all-timer performances in, in A-State football history. He was 19 of 21 passing, which is unreal. A-State uh, was just an unstoppable machine on offense. In fact, the Red Wolves converted their first 10 third downs of that game. 10. 10 in a row. I don't, I don't want to even think about how those compare to this year's third down conversion numbers. We'll just skip over that. We'll skip over that. We're, we're sticking with... with 2012, 10 straight third down conversions to start the game. Did not fail to convert a third down conversion until until the fourth quarter. A-State, of course, scored on its first seven possessions. First six of those were all touchdowns. Picked off the opposing team a couple of times, including uh, the Blue Raiders' very first drive of the game. In this one, A-State was only called for a penalty. In this game, A-State only had to go out and punt it a time. By the way, that was after they were already up 45 to nothing. And it was a 35-0 lead at the half. For as wild as all of these numbers and statistics were, it, it could have been worse, but I think it, at half, A-State uh, let, let the foot off the gas just a little bit. Which, I mean, how can you blame them? You're already just absolutely annihilating the opposition. Just an unreal... Unreal performance for Arkansas State football on that one. Of course, it was in front of the largest crowd ever at the facility, 31,243 fans. It was a pretty nice day there. It was actually 67 degrees at kickoff, which is not too bad for December. Commissioner Carl Benson was in attendance. You guys booed him as he <laughs> presented the trophy. By the way, it was on his birthday. Uh, by the way, his daughter was in attendance. No big deal. Anyways, anyways, moving on. But that is just, that's one of those games that, personally, I just I just never get tired of, of talking about. I never get tired of going back and, and looking at highlights of. I, I never get tired of reminiscing with that one. In fact, earlier today, you know, once I realized that this was the 10-year anniversary of that game, I went back and actually listened to some old interviews with John Thompson of course, was A-State's defensive coordinator for that game, went on to uh, become the interim head coach in the, the bowl game that year, which, of course, Arkansas State won. It was a bowl game, uh, interim bowl coach uh, the following year as well, which A-State won. But we had uh, a lot of conversations with Coach JT when this show first got started. And there were several times we would we would revisit that game because why not? Somehow it just managed to never, ever get old to talk about. Of course, the most uh, the the urban legend from that game that has never one hundred percent been confirmed, but also never one hundred percent been denied, was that when the teams went out for the coin toss just to get things started. Of course, you send their captains out there. Of course, Ryan Applin was one of those captains. Supposedly, immediately after the the handshake, after the coin toss, he just looked at the Blue Raiders and said, "It's over." Again, he has never confirmed that, but he is also 
never denied that. And even if he didn't say it, it, it makes a pretty good urban legend because it certainly came out to be true. By the way, A-State won the toss. They elected to take it promptly, marched at 75 yards down the field and scored on the first possession of the game and, you know, just kept scoring touchdowns after that. Anyways, I tweeted out uh, the, the clip of highlights from earlier on social media if you want to go look at that. And I, I might, I, I'm, I'm probably going to have to tweet out some links to some old Coach JT interviews from a few years back where he discusses that one because it was, it was a whole lot of fun. You know, there was, there are not many good things that happened <laughs> at all during, during the COVID year. But one of the things we did in 2020 is we actually went back and aired uh, some of those phenomenal games in A-State history here on the ticket. And that was one that we played in its entirety. And it was a lot of fun to, to go back and listen. That being said, uh, do you want to switch the conversation back to what's going on right now? in 2022 but i tell you what this is a good time to take a break so let's go ahead and take one we'll come back and, and we'll dive into the basketball conversation coming up next with arkansas state men's hoops uh, set to take the court tonight at seven o'clock against mississippi valley state more on that one on the way keep it here with us on the workday red zone nobody crunches the numbers like kara take that for data the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. At Mr. T's, they know football games start way before kickoff. And that's why Mr. T's is your tailgate party headquarters this football season. Get 30 packs of Bud, Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light for just $20.95. And Bush and Bush Light 30 packs are just $19.69. Plus, Mr. T's has the largest selection of beers and wines from around the world, all at the best prices. So make the game-winning drive across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the Curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or Call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel, where you can get started on a new set of in-stock tires and wheels for only $25 out of pocket with no payments until next year. Unwrap the savings and ramp up your safety with four brand new tires from Local Tire and Wheel. We believe that everyone should have the option to travel on safe, dependable tires because, let's be real, no one wants to be stranded on the side of the road in the cold. But most of us don't budget for tires. But when we need them, we need them. And that's where Local Tire and Wheel comes in. You get Four tires today. And we build a payment plan to fit your budget with no credit check and everyone approved. And this month, you can get started on any in-stock tires or wheels for only $25 out of pocket with no payments until next year. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels. Only $25 gets you started right now at Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jones. Well, they treat you like family here. That's Kenny. He works at NEA Construction. The way the people treat you here are, are different from some of the other companies I've worked with. If you need something, you just ask, and they will help you out in any way they can. That's what I like about these people. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. 
NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565, 972-8565, or visit nearkansasconstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. Well, they treat you like family here. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. Look up, look down, look around. Look up, look down, look around. In the trees and on the ground, because ALB must be found. If you're hearing this, you should be concerned about the Asian longhorn beetle, an invasive species that's destroying our trees. But you can help. Look for the signs and help stop the beetle. Look up, look down, look around, look up, look down, look around, in the trees and on the ground, cause the ALB must be found. Some signs of the ALB are dime-sized holes on tree trunks, a sawdust-like material called frass, and the beetle itself, with a long black body and white spots. Look up, look down, look around, look up, look down, look around, in the trees and on the ground, cause the ALB be found. Learn all the signs and how to report them at AsianLonghornedBeetle.com. That's AsianLonghornedBeetle.com. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you, 930-3776, the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check and see if it's available for your area at rightfiber.com. What do we got? We got a question of the day. Are you on board with the 12-team college football playoff? By the way, Arkansas State Vice Chancellor for Intercollegiate Athletics, Jeff Purinton is. He uh, retweeted that college football playoff official announcement and said, quote, great day for the Sunbelt, hashtag Wolves up, end quote. So I don't know. I don't know if he's, you know, voted on the poll or anything, since you cannot tell on Twitter who does and who does not. But uh, his his tweet, again, makes him sound like he's very much on board. But uh, we welcome in your thoughts as well, whether that is on the phones or on social media. Do you want to uh, talk basketball with you? For just a little bit, though, is we got a game coming up tonight at First National Bank Arena, Arkansas State on the court, wrapping up a homestand, hosting Mississippi Valley State. And when you look at this one on paper, it should be one that should lean heavily in the Red Wolves' direction. In fact, I think I saw, let me double check here on the handy dandy app. I believe Arkansas State is favored in this one, somewhere in the neighborhood of, of 15 ish uh, coming up this evening. And in fact, actually, that is exactly what A State is, is favored at. On paper, there's not going to be anything that really necessarily impresses you about Mississippi Valley State. Uh, This is a team that is 1-7, so the record is not good. Now, again, because they are a a SWAC school, they've played like every game so far this season on the road, just about. Uh, They have a (laughs) a horrible schedule, just a really tough schedule. And there's not been anything necessarily that you look at statistically at this point in time that they that they necessarily hang their hat on. Um, they, they don't have a high-scoring offense. They don't have a, a shutdown defense. 
They don't rebound it at a great clip. They they don't have a, a high number of assists. They do turn it over a, a boatload of times. Um, they're not necessarily a team that that has forced a lot of steals. They're not necessarily a team that has uh, came up with a lot of blocks. They don't have a great shooting percentage. And they don't have a great opposing shooting percentage. Defensive shooting percentage. They're not great at the stripe either. So I'm not necessarily sure what they have been able to, to hang their hat on. Now, I will say that they're okay from three. So I feel like this is a game where Arkansas State needs to take some some baby steps in terms of doing better at being a better team defensively uh, from deep. That has, I, I don't necessarily want to say it, it's been an Achilles heel for A-State this season, but it, it has not been great. I mean, take Prairie View... Prairie View did not shoot it well against A-State from three. They did most of their damage inside in, in that setback that A-State had a couple couple games ago. But but Bethel shot 50% from three against A-State. UT Martin made 11 threes, shot 44%. UC Davis, one of the big reasons A-State could not win that one is because they just went nuts from three, shot 50%. Lyon College shot 44%. This is this is not a, a good trend here. This is something that A-State has got to do better at defensively is being able to defend the three. Now, A-State can shoot the three. And I, I continue to look forward to see what we're going to continue to see from Malcolm Farrington all this season. You know, he, he's been a g- good shooter his two years at A-State. But it just feels like now with him being such a more important part of this offense with A-State needing him to contribute more, we're just going to continue to see him grow. He is a career 40% shooter from three. But this season, he's shooting 47% in his first four games. And honestly, his his the first game he played in this year was, was not necessarily great shooting-wise. It was good because he, he's good regardless. But it wasn't great because he was coming back from a broken finger. So he shot just a little bit of a lower percentage in that game than what we're going to see moving forward. So he's just become such an incredible offensive weapon. For Arkansas State, and he's going to have to continue to for the Red Wolves to be able to to um, have a go-to guy, continue to to have guys step up. What I'm interested in in this one in uh, tonight, I, I'm interested to see how much we're going to see some of the young guys out there. Is I feel like that's such a big storyline for the beginning of the season. Are we going to see Terrence Ford and Isaiah Nelson in the starting lineup tonight? Those guys have been good contributors so far. I really like seeing. Nelson out there because you need you need that size. A 6'10 young man that clocks in at 212. You need somebody who can be a big body there in the paint. Get you those rebounds. Get you that uh, good post play. And he's uh he's been fun to watch so far. And again, with just being as young as he is, he is going to continue to get better. Same thing with Terrence Ford, although obviously uh, talking about guard play post-post play. He'll continue to get better as well, and I enjoy watching him and, and Caleb Fields out there on the court at the same time. 7 o'clock is when this one tips off. 6.30, your pregame on 107.9 K5. Of course, Arkansas State does have a loss to a SWAC school 
this year. That was Prairie View A&M. That was back on Friday, 69-57. to 57. And I don't feel like, to be honest with you, these are, these are two different teams. Prairie View A&M could very easily win the SWAC title. I don't think Mississippi Valley State is, is going to contend. But that being said, you certainly cannot play down to any competition tonight. You flat out cannot lose to another SWAC school this season. I think right now, this <laughs> this entire A-State fan base is is struggling a little bit with, with hope. And what I mean by that is, is you need something to build hope on. And you're not getting it right now this moment. Now, the, the how the offseason fares could be different. But, but coming out of the 22 season, you're not, you're not necessarily uh, have a lot of things to build your hope on football-wise. You are not having a lot of things based on the results of last season to build your hope on baseball-wise. I like what I see from women's basketball so far this year. But, you know, they, they ended last season with the exception of, of the regular season finale on a, on a pretty lengthy losing skid. And men's basketball, in my opinion, underachieved last year. So if you're a fan right now, what are you building your hope on? And it, and it needs to, something's got to happen here on the hardwood for men's basketball and women's basketball to kind of get this fan base back excited for, for something and in, in anything. So I hope we start to see that tonight at, at First National Bank Arena. The women's team, we've talked uh, a few different times. You know, we talked quite a bit yesterday about just how good their 42-point quarter was. But uh, they've got a pretty cool deal going on right now for A-State Athletics. This is a flash sale. This offer is going to expire at 5 o'clock tomorrow. But uh, in honor of A-State women's hoops racking up the highest scoring quarter in the country this season, you can get tickets to the remaining 10 home games for $42. So that, that works out to $4.20 a ticket. Again, 10 games for women's hoops, 42 bucks. Personally, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I think that's going to be a, a pretty good deal. Save your money for convo dogs. Because you know you're going to need one of those when you're out there anyways. So you can find that uh, on the A-State Athletic social media accounts as far as uh, where to to get in on that deal. And hopefully we'll see a couple good crowds at the bank over the next few games before, of course, uh, the students have to go home. And, and then uh, there's always kind of that lull there right about the first of the year. But really, uh, both of these teams need to pick up some momentum heading into Sunbelt Conference play. By the way, uh, looking at, at the Sunbelt as we look at what's been going on in, in men's action, I'm still kind of stunned that Southern Miss is undefeated. Uh, that is that is an 8-0 and team. Now, I don't know necessarily about their strength of schedule. They, they played three non-D1s, but that's pretty standard in, in the Sun Belt. But I don't know how good of a team Loyola is, or Montana, or Purdue, or Purdue-Fort Wayne. They do also have that win over Vandy. They got to win over Liberty. They got to win over Winthrop. 
So it's not like their their resume is is terrible by any stretch. I, I'm just really intrigued to see what this Sun Belt conference slate is going to be like for everybody involved. Of course, you got you got the four new teams that you got to start thinking about anyway. And everybody has different rosters than they did last year. So once these teams do meet in conference play, it's going to be like getting to know everybody all over again. But some interesting results so far in the league. Southern Miss undefeated. Marshall's won six in a row. They dropped their season opener to Queens, of all teams, who, by the way, is a transitional team. They are to, they. They're, I don't know if they're considered D1 or not this year. But then after that, smooth sailing for Marshall. So uh, I don't want to make any bold predictions for how the Sunbelt slate is going gonna, is gonna to shake out. My Sunbelt football predictions were bad enough. <laughs> so I'm not, not for a second am I, willing enough to, am I willing to embarrass myself in a basketball conversation as well. There's just, there's just no way we'll skip that. KavanaughCars.com question again. Would uh, How do you feel about this 12-team college football playoff? Are you on board with it? Would you have liked to see more? Would you have liked to see it stay the same? That is our poll. An interesting tweet here from Chris Hummer of 24-7 Sports is they went back and looked at every team that would have made the college football playoff since 2014 if it had been a 12-team format as opposed to an 18 or excuse me, a 14-team format. And, yes, there would have been Sunbelt representation. And it would have been with Coastal Carolina a few years back. They would have been the highest-ranked group of five team. I guess it was in 2020. So they would have found their way into a conference playoff. I'm still a little miffed on the way that the Sunbelt has been completely ignored in, in the rankings this year. I, I get that, that Coastal Carolina, once they lost Grayson McCall, that they, they have not been good. But I think Troy has a case as well. Lost two games this year. One of those was to Ole Miss back at the beginning of the season when Ole Miss was rolling. And then also a game to South Alabama who, you know, turns out they were pretty good as well. It's not like they went out and lost to a three-win Navy squad like UCF did, which is still ranked above them. So, anyways, I tell you what. Uh, let's go ahead and step aside. There's a lot of other stuff going on with, with college football. Um, obviously, there's more carousel news everywhere there is uh portal news coaching carousel news rankings news college football playoff news probably some other news that we haven't even thought about yet but we'll start diving into some of that when we come back keep it right here with us on the workday red zone enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two on the ticket radio network the cost of nearly everything is rising, including the cost of borrowing money. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we recommend a strong borrowing strategy as a vital part of every good business plan. Our loan experts can guide you through a great lending strategy to maintain and grow your business before rates rise again. Find the lender to meet your needs on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Follow me on a new healthcare journey. 
full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community. Bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place. And your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Soil, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Soil Ship Enterprise to explore soil life, to boldly grow where cover crops have never grown before. Farmer's Log, soil date 31655.4. We've come across some strange but incredibly helpful life forms. We didn't have to travel far to find them, but these organisms have proven invaluable on our trip through the solar system. They help feed us by nourishing and protecting our crops. They've built our soil structure to make it more resilient to the harsh weather we encounter. Our sensors indicate they're even helping us store carbon that plants take out of the atmosphere and put it back into the soil. Guess you can say our living and life-giving soil is the best thing to cling on to. Um, sorry. <clears throat> That's soil fleet humor. <laughs> Visit your local USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service office today and learn more about the basics and benefits of soil health. This message brought to you by USDA and this radio station. We all make choices. When it comes to alcohol, kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Bye-bye. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Ann, have a seat for a second. Remind me about that party again. Alex is just and fine. adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie.
Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. 9303776. Are you on board with a 12-team college football playoff? I haven't even looked, by the way, at, at how you all are voting on this on Twitter. It's probably probably long overdue for us to do so. It's at Kara underscore Rich here. You can find the tweet by using the hashtag WDRZ. Uh, here's how your votes break down so far. 75% of you, so a whole lot, think that this is perfect. 12 is perfect. This is exactly what you wanted to see. 17% of you like the fact that the college football playoff is expanding. However, you wanted to see more teams. 6% of you wanted uh, for it to stay at 4. So you don't like this. And then I think we've got a vote for going back to the BCS too. This is, I feel like with college football playoff expansion, there's been so many hot takes from from like national college football writers. Oh, this is going to dilute the regular season. And, oh, people aren't going to care as much about, you know, big games like we saw last week with Ohio State and Michigan. And and we're going to see blowouts and blah, 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 blah. I completely disagree. But also... You, you think about all the changes that have happened lately in college athletics. The portal, NIL, so many other things going on behind the scenes. And while ultimately, you know, I, I those changes are fine. A lot of them benefit the players, which I think is, is good. We haven't seen any kind of change in a long time that, that feels like it benefits the fans. I feel like this change benefits the fans. Yes, there are a couple. There's about six teams that might now have some of these high-profile games not mean as much as they used to because they were going to go to the playoffs anyways. But for those fan bases of 125 other teams, now you got a shot. Now it's not equal opportunity, obviously. you got 65 group of five teams trying to get one spot. And then another 65 that are going to get 11 others. But it's going to be more of a shot in 2024 than you had before. And instead of worrying about what this expanded playoff does to one or two games regular season throughout the course of the year, now it just puts that much pressure on every game for so many more teams across the country. I think it's great. Again, not going to happen until 2024. You can share your thoughts at 9303-776. There is some breaking college football news. As, of course, we're getting set coming up this weekend for some championship games and and things like that. And and Michigan is going to be without a a very important player. And that's running back Blake Corum. He's going to have knee surgery and he's going to miss the rest of the season. Just uh, a huge piece of what Michigan was able to do this season and always disappointing you've got such a standout player that is unable to perform uh, due to you know health reasons and especially when it gets to this point in time of the year great great season 19 total touchdowns almost 1500 yards and, uh, he, you know, he didn't really play last week. I think he had, was out on the field for like five minutes. 
before he got ruled out due to a new injury, knee injury. And so they were hoping uh, that maybe it'd be okay, that somehow he'd be able to get back in that Big Ten championship game against Purdue, and of course, most likely a college football playoff game, but that is going to be a no-go. So you hate it there. Uh, and some other conference championship game news in terms of you know injury news and, and personnel. I'm not sure what the status of Grayson McCall is going to be Saturday for Coastal Carolina. I think it was just a day or two ago when head coach of, of the Shawnee Clears, Jamie Chadwell, was going through his media Q&A. He said that they were still hopeful. They were still going to try and get him back, and it was kind of a fingers-crossed TBD game-time decision. He did, however, say, and I think this was just yesterday, that if the game had been scheduled that day, he would be a no-go. So he is not there yet. And a coastal team without Grayson McCall is getting its butt kicked by Troy. It just is. With Grayson McCall, it would be a pretty good game. McCall, as we mentioned earlier, the Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year. I do find it interesting with that voting. So so this is the way it goes in the Sunbelt. And I don't know if this is a voter thing or if this is a league policy thing or what. But I'm kind of curious why the overall player of the year is not also the offensive player of the year. Because if he was good enough to be the overall player of the year, you'd think he'd be good enough to be the offensive player of the year. <laughs> but yet, you haven't had a, a player in the, the Sun Belt sweep those two awards since 2014. It was Elijah Mitchell that, that did it the last time. It doesn't matter if it's been an offensive player or a defensive player. Of course, you flash back to the two years that, um, that Javon Roland-Jones was the overall player of the year. He won that award, but yet did not win the Defensive Player of the Year award. So I don't exactly know how that happens. I could probably reach out and ask, but it's sometimes it's just more fun to talk about it. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be a situation where you have this high-profile transparency. It'll be it'll be I either way. Nine three zero three seven seven six the number to call. Uh, all kinds of news continuing to come out in regards to the the transfer portal. Just. Any program, every program, it seems like, has had guys continue to enter the portal. And uh, still, this is this is still like the, the little trickle before the dams burst. And we just see a, a massive, massive number of players enter the portal on Monday and, and over the next uh, next few, few days. Uh, there, as we mentioned earlier, there was a... Uh, transfer departure announced earlier today and that was uh, Darius Jackson defensive lineman a guy who really has has not seen the field much at all in his three years at Arkansas State that is a uh, another player at the moment to add to the list meanwhile uh, this A-State staff continues to be busy in terms of giving out offers to transfer players defensive linemen wide receivers offensive linemen Particularly, those three positions seem seem to be the ones of, of emphasis so far in the portal. But these are also just uh, offers that are public. Who knows? Who knows how many offers they've made to guys who, who don't tweet out their every waking moment. I'm sure there's a ton of those as well. I continue to look around the college football world. To the best of my knowledge, there has not been any coaching carousel news today. There was big news yesterday that we didn't have time to touch on. And it was the fact that Trent Dilfer, of course, is a guy who's won a Super Bowl before, was introduced as UAB's head coach on Wednesday. He is just 
finishing his fourth season at Lipscomb Academy in Tennessee. And I'm just going to say it. I don't like this hype. I, I don't have a rooting interest. But I think a lot of just casual college football fans were kind of captivated by what UAB went through. How that program persevered. You know, your program gets shut down. And you have a guy at the helm in, in Bill Clark who's able to build it back up and make that not just a respectable program. I mean, they've gone, they, they went bowling every year that he was there. Again, after the program was shut down for a season. And now you hire a guy with no college football coaching experience whatsoever during a time that is the most tumultuous period in college athletics history? I, I don't I don't get this. I don't get it at all. There there had to have been other options, better options. And I, I can't wrap my head around it. I want to be very clear. I, I'm not trying to say that Dilfer is unfit for this role due due to the fact that that he's a high school coach. By all accounts, Lipscomb Academy is a, a great team. And there are so many phenomenal coaches at the high school level. But just the recruiting aspect of college athletics just puts it on a, a different level. Especially right now where you've got NIL and the portal. It just seems like it is a, a giant mountain to climb. If he surrounds himself with some, depending on who he surrounds himself with, with staff-wise, you know, this could be a situation where I have to eat my words. And I hope that's the case. I certainly, even without a ruining interest, I'm certainly not hoping for anybody to go out and suck. But, again, this is just kind of kind of baffling. There's not been a good precedent with coaches who have made the jump in college football immediately from high school to to college. It 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 has not gone well in the past few attempts. Maybe UAB can buck the trend. But I continue to be a little bit confused as to why they decided to go in that direction. Still multiple jobs open, of course, with with the carousel. I've kind of been reading through some lists today about uh, different programs and what directions they're going. And in some Sunbelt news, it does appear that uh, some of the folks who cover Texas State feel like they are, they are getting close to a hire. Uh, it is reported to potentially be Eric Morris, who I think is Washington State's coordinator. Let's double check. Yeah, the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at Washington State. Uh, he has reportedly been offered the job, and it's Kef Chardello of the Austin American Statesman that is reporting that news. So potentially they could be close to to make it a hire and filling what is currently the only job vacancy in the Sun Belt. This is a this guy is has been at uh, he's a Texas guy. Spent several years at Texas Tech. He played at Texas Tech. Coach there. He was at Incarnate Word for a little bit. 
as their head coach as well. So he does have a little bit of uh, head coaching experience. I mean, that was just right down the road from Texas State in, in San Antonio. So he's very familiar with that area and very familiar, uh, I would assume, with the Texas State program and, and what they would need to do to be successful. I'd, I feel like I've said so many times that Texas State is a sleeping giant, but yet they just continue to sleep. A couple bad hires will, will do that. I don't know if the next, the last couple have necessarily been bad because they certainly had success at their previous places, but they did not work out in terms of Jake Spavadol and, and Everett Withers before him. So what happens next with, with that program? Uh, Texas State, uh, roster-wise, does continue to have a mass exodus of players heading to the portal. A couple days ago, Lane Hatcher announced that he was departing Texas State. And yesterday... Lincoln Perry putting out a post on his social media that he would also be entering the transfer portal. So, several interesting names in the portal at this point in time. We'll just have to see what these next few weeks will will bring. But uh, time to step aside. It's our last break of the day. So, let's get to it. We'll come back and wrap things up on a Thursday edition of the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. The 20th annual Grand Classic tickets are on sale now at DNW Outdoors, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, and online at DuckClassic.com. Duck Classic is a charity duck hunting competition benefiting the NEA Baptist Charitable Foundation. Ask how you can win great prizes like the Oxford Blue 2023 Can-Am Defender XDHD9 from Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, a $15,000 shopping spree to gamble home, and the 20th anniversary duck truck courtesy of Glenn Sane completely tricked out by DNW Automotive with over $14,000 in accessories in a beautiful white finish. Tickets are only $100 and on sale now at DNW Outdoors, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, and DuckClassic.com. But get them before they're gone because only 750 tickets will be sold and multiple winners will be chosen. The 20th annual Duck Classic, presented by NEA Baptist, DNW Outdoors, Bandit Avery, Yeti, KAI Arkansas Health and Wellness, Drake, Gamble Home, Glenn Sane, Andy's Frozen Custard, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. Get your Grand Classic tickets today at duckclassic.com. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. 
At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. And helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. Money wouldn't be here if it wasn't for St. Jude. Everything was perfect until that day when she was five weeks old. That's when, you know, every parent's worst nightmare kind of came into fruition. So there was a fairly large and aggressive brain tumor, but St. Jude Children's Research Hospital gave us the ultimate gift in this world, which was hope restored. When, you know, me and my wife were here, there was not a single other care in the world except for Imani. St. Jude made that happen. And she's tumor-free now. She's growing. She's just a, just a happy child. The second we arrived here, we had food, housing, transportation, treatment, you name it. It was taken care of by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So the people who donate to St. Jude, you know, I just want them to know that I don't think anyone in this world or anything in this world has given me a greater gift. We came as two desperate parents, and they saved our daughter's life. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, it's Home Stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you for just couple more minutes. 9303776, the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. Are you on board with a 12-team college football playoff? Brought to you by KavanaughCars.com. A one-stop shop. If you're looking for a car, maybe a new car, maybe just a new-to-you car, you're going to find their full inventory online, but then what you're also going to find are all the tools necessary for you to drive away in that vehicle. You can get your trade-in appraised. Uh, You can calculate your payments. You can uh, get pre-approved for financing. And so that's all there, right there for you at KavanaughCars.com. Looking around at some other news and notes before we call it a wrap today. Of course, uh, the college football playoff news was the biggest news that has came out today. But there's also been uh, some some player news with Blake Corum uh, out for the rest of the year. You've got uh, a little bit light in terms of the coaching carousel and the portal news today. Any Anytime you get into this part of the year and it's kind of like a quiet day, that just means that the, you know what's going to hit the fan <laughs> about 24 hours after that. Uh, so, I, so who knows what tomorrow's going to be like. It could be absolutely insane. Uh, we saw the Sunbelt Conference honors announced today. For football, again, if you uh, missed it earlier, eight Red Wolves honored at nine different spots as Johnny Lang Jr. got dual second-team honors as both a return specialist and an all-purpose player. And Sadu Traore, Dominic Zavada earned first-team honors. I'm, I'm going to say something that I kind of I feel like a huge Debbie Downer for even saying this out loud, but I'm going to say it because it's been in my head and just feel like this is a safe space and I can share it with you guys as well. I, I really hope and I'm really nervous about these group of five all-conference teams and how they're just going to 
turn into a Power 5 shopping list. I hope that's not the case. I, I really, really do. But I am, I am really nervous. Not so much about the portal, but about, about name, image, and likeness and the direction that it's gone with collectives. Because collectives are pl- paying players. It's not cheating anymore. It's, it's above board. But how if you, are, if you are a group of five team, how are you going to compete when one of your guys gets a five or six figure offer to go somewhere elsewhere? And you're not. Now, can you still build successful teams and successful programs even with players transferring out? Of course you can. But I wonder how much in the future we're going to see a guy like Grayson McCall, a guy that sticks around at a group of five school long enough to be a back-to-back-to-back player of the year. How many freshmen of the year moving forward are immediately going to bounce? We saw that in basketball this year in the Sun Belt. You go back and you look at those Sun Belt all-conference teams that came out in at the end of, of the 21-22 season. And you've got a first, second, and third. You've got like 15 guys on that list, right? I think there's somewhere in the neighborhood of three of them that are still in the league this year. Now, part of that is due, some of those guys also graduated, so not everybody was purged. Or not uh, purged, wrong wrong uh, choice of words, but pursued. Poached, I think, is the word I was looking for as we go through all the different P words that I was uh, trying to trying to get through my head. But a lot of those guys were poached. And it just, it makes me nervous about what things are going to be like moving forward for a group of five teams in mid-majors. I, I hope I'm just being a Debbie Downer for no reason. I hope somebody can call in a couple weeks and tell me I'm crazy for even voicing something like that a couple weeks or a couple years or or however long I I hope I'm wildly wrong but I am nervous about it we'll see how it goes coming up tomorrow we've already told you uh, for Friday what our KavanaughCars.com question is going to be we're going to talk a little Sunbelt Funbelt Championship Uh, barring barring anything seismic happening between now and then uh, we'll just have you vote on that on a poll and and that looks like what we'll uh, be discussing tomorrow as well as the additional conference championship games around college football. There will undoubtedly be more port- portal news. There will undoubtedly be more carousel news. And uh, so we'll undoubtedly get into that. Uh, we know for a fact we will be recapping an Arkansas State game against Mississippi Valley State. So that's on the docket tomorrow. But who knows what else we'll dive into before we call it all a wrap uh, coming up tomorrow for, for this week of the Workday Red Zone. It's December 1st kind of happened quickly we've really only got about uh three weeks not not even that left of coverage here in the year of course we'll be busy later on at the end of this month airing nea tournament games but the number of shows left in 2020 that is, is rapidly decreasing which is kind of wild to think about but uh we're done we're done a wrap on today's show. Thank you to Keith Merritt for hanging out in Hour 1 and also to Alex Galbraith for producing in Hour 1 as well. Keep it here. 
Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Kate Carlton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And then the Workday Red Zone will return tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon.